Hey everybody, welcome back to It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. This is our 22nd episode, and I'm your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. We bring you this episode on November 16th, 2020, and uh, with all these... Uh, with all these films, uh, spoiler war- uh, spoiler warning ahead. Uh, so let's uh, talk about the film that I chose. Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, I've chosen to discuss Marriage Story from 2019. And uh, I chose this film because uh, I wanted to talk about a more recent film. Um, because I've been picking a lot of movies from like the 70s. Um, the 80s, you know, a lot of 90s films. Uh, I've only done one one other film that was uh, was also released in 2019, uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, listen to that episode if you want to hear our opinions about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite movies from last year. It really uh, came as a surprise to me. Um, it just... Uh, it had a lot of things uh, that I really like. Was able to relate to in it, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that uh, as we uh, truly sort of get into the meat and potatoes of this film. Uh, but let me kind of just uh, give you all, uh, give y'all a, a short little uh, plot uh, plot synopsis. Uh, it it's a basic story. Uh, it follows uh, two characters. Uh, Charlie, uh, played by Adam Driver, um, who is a uh, sort of <laughs> kind of a pretentious theater director uh, based in New York, uh, and we also follow his uh, his wife uh, Nicole, who's played by Scarlett Johansson, who's an actress who was born uh, from like a Hollywood uh, actor you know actor family. Um, and she has aspirations of uh, moving to Hollywood and uh, pursuing a movie and uh, television career out there. Um, and we sort of follow their their sort of split. Um, and we follow their... Uh, uh, they're sort of falling out of love. It's sort of like almost like a reverse love story in a way. We <laughs> we see their uh, messy divorce, uh, and we follow their sort of turmoil as they're dealing with the the pain of sort of uh, of falling out of love and w- still wanting to spend time with their their son, um, and st- having to you know deal with all these you know all the the legal uh, ramifications of it. And uh, it's a very sort of, you know, it feels like a very personal, uh, very heartfelt uh, film. Um, It is a, you know, it's definitely very personal. And, you know, we'll get into um, sort of uh, what inspired uh, the director to uh, make this film. So I guess uh, now let's sort of uh, discuss the the cast and director of this movie, and really uh, let's start talking about this thing. Hey everyone, I'm back. We're doing a little different thing. Silent intros. 
a little less rambly. All right, yeah. This movie, this cast, star-studded. I yeah, like most sure. this cast. I think most people do. I don't like this movie. Oh. <laughs> Spoiling it already. <laughs> but, yeah. Sterling, uh It's going to be very apparent from the way I talk. I was surprised at uh, how much he really disliked it. I thought I was surprised. I don't. I, okay, 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 okay. I didn't hate this movie or anything. I didn't. I hated. Like, like I hate. I, I, I don't hate this movie. Like I hated horror movies. Right, or right. Like, like this movie wasn't like <laughs> terrible. And I didn't like it for the obvious reason: the romance doesn't work out. But yeah, it's like, not being me. It's not me being an uh an me being unrealistic i know that's how a lot of love actually goes and i'm uh, like that's mm-hmm. not why i'm watching a movie <laughs> right it's really depressing i get it you're watching it mostly for like the story and the acting and yeah and this movie is very character driven obviously very actor um yeah act yeah better way better way to say it but very actor driven and i could tell if you're a you're an actor like lee or you're a super fan of like acting like really passionate yeah. working in that field at you all you admire the craft. you would admire because there's so many monologues and just yeah. these it scenes like where like play. even like singing monologues and just yeah, yeah. there's yeah there's a lot of play there is some it. singing like yeah there's some singing in this movie yeah, and it's and um, it's and, and this was my first time seeing Adam Driver not in Star Wars. I'd never seen him. Right. I knew he acted in other movies. I'd seen him in like trailers for other things. And I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking Kylo Ren, and he looked good. He's a good actor. I've heard he's always. I've always heard he's a good actor. Good actor. He's good in the. He's probably the best part of the Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, he's by far the new best movie, part of the, the new Star the Wars new movies. Star Wars movies. Uh, he's by far the best of those movies. You're right. Um and I think he's great in this movie. He is great in this movie, but yeah, I just I just don't like it for in in entertainment. If I'm looking at it strictly it. entertainment wise, acting was amazing. One of the best. Uh, my favorite scene in the movie mm-hmm. was the breakdown when they were fi- when they when they were it was that oh, friendly yeah. and then he punches the hole in the wall and right. like that was I was actually really that's in. like the centerpiece of the movie I, I was think. very pulled in in that scene even though I'd already kind of heard parts of it through like TikToks that, and memes that's the a scene bit. that got memed I think the most. I think so it got like TikTok it, the audio got TikToks for a little bit. Um, but like seeing it actually acted out and the whole context of the movie around it, yeah, I actually got it was one of the only scenes where I felt really sucked in, because I just I cringed at a lot of this movie. It, the movie is awkward. I I, just, this whole I, situation is just messy and awkward and terrible. It's how it would be. That's real life. Life is crazy. I don't want. I like. I want to be entertained. When I want to be. Able I to still click think off when this movie, movie is entertaining though, because <sighs> I'm sucked in by the performances and the writing. <sighs> and I think moments, this movie's funny. That scene wasn't cringy. I also that think was, there's part. Yeah, there's some parts of this that, that I am. Ugh, the parts of this movie that are really like funny and clever. There's a lot of lines in this movie that kind of had me cracking up, but. There was a I couple scenes we'll, that I got like a chuckle at, but I don't wouldn't regard any of this movie funny. Really? 
Like maybe like I mean there's a couple I mean, yeah, this like movie lines is that were kind of funny. But like there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I'm laughing. I never felt really like laughing. I was either cringing, felt bad, <laughs> or was checked out because I felt bad. Or I was cringing. Which is or my, you were my bored. response to when I did that. Or, or bored, yeah, because it's just Sometimes it's just like they're talking and they're talking and they're talking and they're talking it's and then true. they cry and then they talk. And There's talking a lot of crying in this movie. Like, but this movie Adam is Driver's like breakdown, yeah, during that, that scene. That scene that sucked me in. Even Scarlett Johansson and everything. The whole She's scene great. sucked me in it. And sucked they're me both in for so that. fucking good. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know about like for entertainment, no. I like Kylo Ren better and I like <laughs> Black Widow better. Well, yeah, if you're just looking for the kind of typical sort of Hollywood entertainment. Rude, but okay. I wasn't even, I'm just saying like that's. Typical, calling my taste typical. Rude. Well, that's, you know, that's the okay, what the mainstream typ- taste me, is. saying that to me, and then you just showed me the whitest movie this is in a, yes. humanity. Okay, yeah, this is a very white This whitey, movie had, like, like white, three white, white ladies who were, like, the three generations of the family singing. Yeah, that scene is a little While all their friends are just sitting there just, like. And, like, all the black people are just, like, okay, white people. And, like, fucking. Kylo Ren and his fucking whole theater entourage. Yeah, yeah he sings an Andrew divorce, Lloyd Webber song at the about end. About sad divorce. Being alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love that scene, though. I love both. I think it's interesting that it ends I hated that with scene. Uh, like both of them having kind of like song numbers. I hated that scene, the singing. Yeah, you did. I hate it. I hated both those scenes. They were so cringy. And long. You're like, what the fuck? Why okay. do we pick the longest songs in the world? <laughs> yeah, this, I feel like, yeah, the movie itself might be a little too long. I think that's why it's a Netflix movie, because they know, like, oh, you can pause it and come back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's how Netflix makes it, their shit. They're like, they're the okay Irish, with making long the movies. The Irishman was kind of like that. Yeah, because they're okay with people, they're okay, they they're, they give the directors and their producers and the studios okay to make long movies because they're like yeah people can just pause it and come back so it doesn't matter if your movies you make a romance movie that's three hours long because they'll just pause it and come back or (laughs) anti-romance that's two hours long which is pretty long for a drama that isn't like driven by like action or like suspense it's all characters yeah characters and long monologues and very yeah yeah it's the movie sort of feels like a like a play. It was deliberate. It was actually, uh, yeah, it was deliberately shot to look like a play. Because um, that's sort of like the whole, like kind of like theme of it. This movie, from my research, seemed kind of like a pras- passion project of Noah. Noah Bombach. Bombach. Yes. Yeah, because she wrote it. He. He wrote it, directed it, produced it. Yeah. Uh, this was. Um, it was based off of a of his actual experience of getting divorced from his uh his wife who was uh the actress Jennifer Jason Lee um who you would probably have you ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes. She's the girl that gets pregnant who's She's the She's done anything else cuz I can barely remember that movie. It's been a long time. She was uh, <laughs> she was in Hateful Eight. Oh god, who's she playing Hateful Eight? I'd remember. She's uh 
Daisy Domergu, the the shitty sister, the one that you know they're all like the one that Kurt Russell's the criminal taking to get hanged. Oh, okay, her. Okay, her. Okay, okay, okay. And then he thinks like, oh, all these guys are part okay, of. Okay, they gang got a divorce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was married to her, and uh, yeah, that's why you know it's it's very s- sort of similar uh, that uh, Adam Driver's character is a director and. Scarlett Johansson's character is an actress, so yeah, it's very, very much based off of his experiences. I wonder how she felt that. about that. Eh, probably like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're not part of my life no more. But then yeah. you go on. She had Netflix, and she's just like, "Come on." <laughs> maybe she didn't know at first. She's like, oh, "I'll support him." Is my ex-husband? Whatever. I'll um, see what this movie is, and then she watches, and she's like, "That piece of shit." Yeah, uh, Noah Baumbach is a he's a pretty interesting filmmaker. I've seen uh, a little bit of his work. Um, <laughs> he also wrote something, which I just I can't believe it. But I guess you know you need money, um, Rude. so that'll probably be something I like. It's a uh, it's pretty fucking. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're a fan of the other Madagascar movies, but he wrote. Or at least he's one of the r- many writers of Madagascar Three. I actually like that one. Really? I don't know. It's it's just it's entertaining. It's stupid as fuck. Okay. Well, it's yeah. Totally he, kid movie. It's he, not like uh, I'd go out of my way to watch it. He helped write that movie. I guess he probably he probably wrote it. That is definitely wrote a, a draft of the screenplay. Got That's paid for it. That's definitely a paycheck. Yeah. And used it to fund uh, probably this movie or. His previous movie, which is also a Netflix movie, called uh, The Meyerowitz Stories, which is a movie that stars uh, Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler and Dustin Hoffman. I never even heard of it. Um, yeah, it didn't get as much attention as Marriage Story did. Didn't Marriage really Story get, actually got attention. Yeah, it got, yeah, it got attention. Oscar attention. I think it it's because it had... Uh, one Oscar. I think it's just because Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver are much bigger They're names right They're huge stars, now. yeah. Especially on Netflix and Disney right. and all that shit. They, they, yeah, like you said. And this and this movie has a big a big cast. It does. This is a, it's a small yeah. cast but it, everyone in it's pretty famous. Yeah, anyone, yeah. If you know any if you've ever watched any movie in the last Down like, to the 20 grandma. Years. I'm like, oh, that grandma's like the white grandma in like 15 other movies I know about. Yeah, you know, this, uh, it has... She always plays that kind of like, oh. Yeah, the hysterical sort of mother. Or... She she was one of my more fa- f- favorite characters. She was funny. She was funny, yeah. I like her. I like all was the like, supporting characters. In the beginning when she was just like, I wish I hadn't gotten mad at your father for being gay. <laughs> Oh, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. You, I got so upset about that. Yeah, didn't I? Didn't you walk in on him getting a blowjob from the porter? <laughs> well, yeah, and I was very sorry that I got upset about that. Like what? <laughs> you boomer. Oh man. That's yeah, a, it's funny that See, that's there's, some. There's some funny lines in this. Movie. Yeah, it's kind of funny and, moments in this movie. And it's funny that that it just that's an actual. It, that even though it's in a movie, it, the fact that it's in a movie. Is because in reality that happens a lot. A lot of boomer men, Gen and Gen X men, are seek were secretly yeah, gay. Yeah, they were all in the closet, and they all got married to hide it because society they would have been lobotomized, mm-hmm. or killed, or were driven out or, of their yeah. families. And now that society's accepting them, they're like, oh, I can be gay, but now I have kids and grandkids and 
Stupid uh, society ruining things again. I was born too early. <laughs> a stupid society. Why do we have to live in a society? <laughs> um, well, the, yeah, mo- the she movie certainly does not really address that subject no, a whole lot. No. <laughs> this is much. This is just focused on this one family. This, yeah, the with their, this couple with their autistic their dumb son. Oh come on! I hated him. I really? Hated that little shit. I love how you always hate every little kid in my movie, and then I hate yours. And you're like, what? She was I the mean, best actor yeah. in the world. No, he was It's wasn't. not even I hated his acting. I didn't hate his acting. I thought I he was a good kid actor. Either. He was just a perfect little kid actor. I hated the character. He's a little shit kid. He was just always so mean to Adam. <laughs> or Charlie. He's always so mean to him. Why? Wait. He's... Wait, the kid was always mean to the dad? It felt like it. A little, not even like mean, mean, but just kind of just like, I guess you're cool, but mom's better. Like, He's just a little kid. A little douchebag. And yeah, I think he's probably a little spoiled. See, I mean, they're just like, this is definitely, they're, you know, they're rich. Even the judge comments on just like how rich they are, just like not... Like he's like as you can see, I have a full courtroom today, that and have not the every resources not that everyone your clients he- do. Yeah, not everyone mm-hmm. here have the resources your clients do, and I yeah. don't want to hear this right now. Exactly, he's like I'm new to all this, so I'm getting used to all these cases, you know. So I'm gonna send you a very boring white lady who's gonna sit there and just stare at you like a doll. <laughs> yeah, in With a, a very dumbest face, in that's, a very awkward. That's scene. what government budget gets. Because she I'm the expert on kids. Yeah, I she guess. doesn't make it at the good paying jobs because she's they're like, Oh, you're retarded. So she has to work for the government. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's just... More commentary on the government and society. <laughs> Welcome to the new podcast. Bored and overwhelmed about politics. Bam. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get it done. Move on from this movie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- let's talk a little bit more about some of the the other cast members. Uh, Laura Dern, um, another Star Wars. Yeah, ex- that's sort of Even weird. She sucked in the, her Star Wars role. Yeah, and that, she didn't suck. I'm sure she was a fine actress in her role. Just that character the was the just character shit. Was bad. So really poorly written yeah. in. Why didn't you just tell them you were the general? Yeah, it's like, and the whole lesson is just obey, blindly obey your superiors. Isn't no. this a resistance? Yeah, a like, rebel alliance. What? Yeah, isn't he a rebel? That kind of goes against everything that Star Wars is about. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. We don't like that director around these parts. Um, well, I no, it's that movie is bad. He ruined that movie. Well, he's the director of that movie. Okay, well, I don't... Okay, well, again, it's a whole <laughs> other discussion. But Laura Dern is she's absolutely... She's great in this movie. She won the Academy Award. Really? For, uh, Best Supporting Actress, yep. Really? I didn't think she was that good. She was really good as she played that, like, cunty, divorced female war- lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Which... I just can't believe you stra- won an Oscar for it. Strangely enough, um, her character was based off of Noah Baumbach's lawyer, Oh, so he had the the he, good lawyer. Yeah, I guess. And his wife had the the douchebag. Yeah, Ray Liotta. 
who I think we saw him in a movie recently that I think he was better in. Oh God! Hubie Doobie's Halloweeny Booby Dooboo. Hubie's Halloween. Yep, I'm glad. Or Hubie Halloween. Fuck that movie. Ugh. No. Uh, he was good in that movie. He was he dumb. He wasn't. He was like, I'm just dumb. Picking up the paycheck. Rude. I think he did that for this movie. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he did, even though I'm not saying... I, 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 I'm just joking, but I do think he was just paying a, picking up a paycheck because that's what he does now because he was no different in this movie then he was really in Hubie. Like, in Hubie Doobie, he still played that, like, uh, aggressive, like, yeah, guy from the a, East. A little he bit. was just way dumber. Just smarten him up a little bit, and he's a lawyer. <laughs> and then dumb him or down a, a little bit, and he's a Hubie. He or, a yeah, or make him a little more violent. He's always the base guy from the East Coast, kind of slat talking, even when he's dumb, violent, or smart. His <laughs> just, most uh, famous role is... Goodfellas. Yeah, I'm, I just don't think he's at the age or the career level or like what he's at the career length where he gives much of a fuck. I think he's pretty good in this movie, though. It's just, I'm just saying like the role is pretty small and just feels like give me my Netflix money, <laughs> and I'll be going. I wish I was in The Irishman. I wish I could work I'm with Martin Scorsese again. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not. Uh, I mean, yeah, the movie pretty much has everybody else. I'm sure you'll. Hey everybody! I'm sure we'll watch this movie, that movie, in the future. We will, Ugh. and Sterling's gonna hate it. I'll um, fall asleep like Lee did during this movie. Everyone, I want everyone to know it's on record. Lee I, fell asleep during his own movie, which I've never even done hey. during his movie or my movies. So I'm better. Yeah, I did some things. I had a pretty, somewhat busy morning, so I was, was a little tired. It's just funny. And I watched this movie okay, last okay. night. Or, okay. That, or the day before. Okay, that argument would be okay if you had fallen asleep in your chair and like fell asleep watching it. He got up, got in the bed, and purposely <laughs> went to sleep. It was I nodded off for like two minutes. Because probably. I caught you. <laughs> no. <not laughs> no. I was gonna wake up. I was going to wake up immediately. I just thought it was hilarious that, like, this movie is a little too long. I will give it that. Long. Just some of the scenes. It's like, this scene's been they going on for drag, seven minutes. Some scenes sort of drag on a little bit. I will give you that. Every scene's long, at least. But. There's no short scenes in this movie. <laughs> there isn't. And, it, uh, yeah, that's why it's sort of, it feels like a like a stage play. The movie really relies on its performances and its script, which is what, you know, you don't really see that a lot uh, nowadays, I feel. Yeah, Netflix would be the more of the studio that would be more comfortable with doing that kind of stuff. You'll see Netflix it more on streaming. Netflix will do anything, which is you'll what I like on, about them. Yeah, you'll see it more with streaming movies. Streaming streaming services take way more risk nowadays. Yeah, exactly, because they can afford to. Yeah, because that's, they don't have to get... because That's like, the future, I guess, of movies and TV. I'm sorry, Lee. I can pause the movie at home. I get I can it. Come back. I get it. That's why. Yeah. If I'm at know. the movie theater, I can't just leave and be like, "Can you guys pause this while I go to the bathroom?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I actually did see uh, the Irishman in a theater <laughs> for three hours. He sat. Well, did you see it at our nice Mary Pickford theater? I did. Yes. Okay, everybody. This theater is reclining couches, so 
It's a little bit more passable, but still, like, like it, you go in and you're a different person. You've aged, like, years by the time you come out. You're a different. Yeah. Society's different when you come I out did, after yeah. three hours. And I did feel like the world yeah I've, yeah we'll talk about that movie one day but yeah, that was a being in a theater for 3 hours that was an interesting experience i did get up to go pee <laughs> uh but yeah this yeah scenes kind of drag on a little bit um but i i don't know i am i'm engaged most of the time the act, the performances are are that great that they just pull me in. And I think it's um, a little bit because it's like you said, like a theater. I can to relate to it. I you relate are a to theater this. actor. At this point in your theater acting career, you're a theater actor. And God, and I just know because of some of the to- stories you've talked about hanging out with your theater friends and parties. <laughs> God, theater people are the best biggest dorks they are they are they such are. big dorks definitely and like you could just tell everyone in this movie is actually probably theater actors or at least have done it so they knew how to oh, do yeah. it like they just start definitely they, theater actors are the kind of actors that just break out in a song and dance and just exactly they have joke yeah. they have the weirdest stories because theater theater acting is just different there's not it's as much money different. in it it's more passion driven. Obviously, there's some it's more that make, of an art. Yeah, obviously there's some theater actors who probably make really good money, but like and they're doing like Broadway and stuff. But no matter what, you're still working. Yeah, and even then you'll probably branch and everyone cross mingles now. Yeah, of course. I bet like the biggest Broadway of, actor will have like roles on a Netflix show somewhere. Yeah, you know, lots of film and TV directors go to like Broadway shows, and they that's mm-hmm. sort of how they discover people and like hey you know i want you to be in my movie or my my tv show yeah because that's where you can see them because that's where you can see real acting and yeah truest raw form raw talent you have to yell especially if you go to smaller theaters where it's not just like super good mics and stuff like yeah you have to really project and you have to really be passionate to be there you have to donate your time when it's free when you're not getting the only reward you're getting is experience, or if you're getting like tips and or like, yeah. But even then, sometimes you didn't get tips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and tips what cover like two tanks of gas, <laughs> <laughs> and you trick you, and it took you a dozen to do the movie, the play. Yeah, so, exactly. So but yeah, still, theater. So yeah, it definitely sort of highlights. Yeah, de- I feel like this movie sort of highlights the difference between. Uh, film acting and like theater acting and she theater, hated being a the theater, theater world. Yeah, she thought he, she thought it was kind of pretentious, like his plays and it shit. It is because like only not it, theater doesn't even appeal to the masses. It not used anymore. to, but it's not anymore. Now it's the upper crust. And I like to go to a theater show. I like to go to a fancy theater and stuff. Yeah, I think theater. I think is still a valuable fancy. art. Yeah, and I hope they survive nowadays. But that's a different thing. But. I think it's you're gonna be seeing a lot more outdoor theaters. That's sort of the the plan right now. Well, the theater near my place has that big green field, like like green like lawn area. They can yeah. turn into kind of an outdoor. Mm-hmm. They build like a, a show stage. There. Yeah, Lee's like we keep saying, Lee is a working actor. He's gonna start getting back into it because COVID put him on a hiatus. But yeah, he's getting back into it. But I was I just was saying that too because that's why I think you love this movie so much. I definitely relate because to I'm it. I'm not relating at all to that. I'm just cringing at what they're saying 
And the, I'm just like, this monologue is taking 17 minutes. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> like, I just don't yeah. want to. Yeah. They're I still talking. That's sort of a common theme in a lot of my movies, I think. I've like, yeah, I'd sort of high, I've sort of uh, brought this up with a lot of my movies. Like, I like movies that sort of feel like plays. This movie. Like Reservoir Dogs. This movie felt the play. most like it. But yeah, yeah. Do the Right Thing felt like a play. It's still a movie. Like I get what you're saying. Yeah, definitely you do like they your movies do feel more like plays, but this one really felt like it because I I maybe just because they were actually talking about plays and directing and yeah, theater this is and stuff. Definitely, yeah. So it was more prevalent this in my definitely mind. definitely has like this one's more this one's definitely more obvious. Yeah, cuz I don't think play when I saw Reservoir Dogs or Yeah. Um I'm just thinking about it because, like, yeah, that's what Tarantino said. Like, ah, uh, you know, I was writing it almost as if it was like a stage play. If it could, so that's be how you're gonna watch it. The, yeah, and I'm with just watching sort it of like, like the intention that he, like, yeah, with his and and I'm going in in it with like Django in my head and like <laughs> thinking of like, oh, Once what's this gonna be? And it's just like, blurp. oh, it's just in a room. <laughs> But everyone, uh, go back and listen to that podcast if you want to hear about how much I hate that. Unless you, you hate me for hating for it. For hating it, right? But then you can go hate listen to it. I'll take it. Don't worry. I I try to defend it as much as I can. <laughs> um, But yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I also think, yeah, as I was saying, um, I think this movie sort of has some like sort of subtle jabs at like the the film industry a little bit as well during the scene where uh <laughs> could Scarlett be Netflix too <laughs> during the scene where Scarlett Johansson is uh filming her pilot and like oh yeah and all of the you know there's so much nitpicking over just like one like, like can you frame. not hold the baby by its head and then she's like well wait and then she like tells him like this obvious thing like oh what Wait, the actors can actually suggest something? And then, yeah, that starts her career being a director. Yeah, it's yeah. She actually like makes it big in the in the film industry. Wins an Emmy. Yeah, and his career sort of. uh, (laughs) He's like his career kind of started off really was actually really going well for him. Um, His play was (laughs) the divorce kind of ruined it. No, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he was yeah. His it's play sure was going to like Broadway and shit. Yeah, but then it's he like, got I mean, the MacArthur Grant, he, which is like a genius grant. But he's still young. He can bounce back, and he got a residency at like UCLA. UCLA yeah, he has a still a strong. Career. He was gonna. He had. He was. Uh, yeah, he was a, attached to direct like two plays already. So. Yeah, so I don't feel too bad about him losing no. that stuff. No, he's gonna get his life. It seems like he'll probably get his life back together. And he wanted to be closer to his son, so it's, it's, it's the main reason. And all the space. All the <laughs> like space. I can't mention that. It's kind of like a make fun of Californians because we do talk about, like, don't you just love all the space? All the open How could you live space. in New York? Everyone's just on top of each other. Yeah, yeah this movie does make fun of uh, California a little bit. It makes fun of the, the court system. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I like that, though, because the court system is just dog shit. Like... What is this like? You got to pay for your wife's lawyer fees or part of it for some reason. Fucking, if you don't file, they can just like decide everything. It's just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. 
It also like brings up and lawyers like, are such greedy little fucks. Oh God, and they we all knew that, but like yeah, divorce the villains are the uh, yeah the villains in this movie. If you were gonna say that this movie had any sort of villains, are definitely the lawyers. Yeah, because Laura Dern and Ray Liotta. Yeah, are because the even true the, instigators. Yeah, because even in the end, when Scarlett Johansson and them decided on fifty fifty. The other lawyer behind her back got her 45, or 50, uh, 55, 55, 45. 45. And all it was was just an extra day every two weeks. And she was like, why'd you do that? It's just so awful. It's such a greedy little shit thing. And Scarlett was like, okay. I, you know, I, I really love that scene where uh, they're having like the first meeting with the, with the lawyers, right? They're at her office. Um, which is the actual office of uh, Noah, ba- Noah Baumbach's lawyer huh. that he had, which is really funny. Um, and like they're they're really they're having like a heated like you know debate. It's a very long monologue. <laughs> they're having a like heated debate, and then they stop, and then they fucking like they start talking like they break for lunch, right? Oh, that scene. Never yeah. mind. I'm thinking about a different scene. No, yeah. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. It's just so the lawyer. It goes to show how robotic and how just natural this is for lawyers because they're like having this like, yeah, heated like, well, no, and then well, no, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, should we order lunch first before this goes like, any oh, farther? Oh, I know this nice little beast. Yeah, and the both lawyers are like, ha 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 ha, and high five in and shit and this. Yeah, and then the the two people, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, are just sitting there like about to vomit because their right. li- marriage is falling apart, and Adam Driver's like, I can't, I don't, I don't know what I want. <laughs> I don't want to think about food right now. Like, yeah, and she fucking just like, you know, picks something for him and is like, "Oh, just get him a Greek salad with olive oil instead of the dressing." It's like, yeah, he's still kinda, still the wife knows still how to yeah. raise his life. He has to le- he had to relearn how to be without her exactly because he was a pretentious douche. Yeah, and he didn't realize that he does make himself be the bad guy. Yeah, and he didn't realize like how how much she was like taking care of him. Yeah, until he read that until in the end when he read her note. Yeah. Yeah, his son finds the note. And my that's your favorite scene with the lawyer, but my favorite scene is that scene where she tells him 4555 cuz you could tell when she's just like, "Okay, you can tell in that moment is the moment when uh, Scarlett Johansson is like, oh, I can't be friends with this lady. Like, I'm not going to ever talk to this lady again. Like, Exactly, yeah. You, you can't be friends with your lawyer. Because in the beginning, she's like, oh, we could be friends, and I just love her so much. And even Adam Driver kind of warned her. He's like, yeah, I'm sure that that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, you and you can say that pretty easy when you're only paying 70% of the bill. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah, and then you know Ray Liotta, you know he's also you know, he's sort of like a dirtbag kind of lawyer who's like he wants to, you know, dig up. You know, he's trying to dig up dirt on Scarlett Johansson, tries to make her look like a yeah. As soon as like he like drunk. walks in, t- yeah. As soon, when the fir- when they first meet, is he's just spinning and Adam Driver's is like, what the fuck's happening? Like, like what? I, I didn't I, want that. I, I charge nine fifty an hour for my services, and then four hundred an hour for the services of my assistant. And then I need a twenty five thousand dollar down payment, basically retainer. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, no. He's and like, and he's, uh, I don't even have that kind of money. What the fuck? <laughs> but he ends up spending a lot of money anyways. And then he f- he finds uh, Alan Alda. Who, by the uh, the yeah. suggestion of uh, Scarlett Johansson's mother, he, 
And if he had kept with him, it would have ended probably 50-50 much sooner. It would have been a better, it, yeah, it would have had a better but settlement. But he had such a stick up his butt about New York. And just, uh, just the idea of fighting for his son. Like, he wanted to prove that, you know, he really... Yeah, like he didn't cared. want his son to, to think because he, the whole movie, the son was so distant and was loving the mom so much. And he, and he loved California so much more, and he had even his yeah. friends and his grand. He liked being closer to his family, and it's just he didn't want his son to get older and be like, "Well, then my family, his dad, my dad just like gave up on me and left me in California because of that." Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's like this. You really feel like. Adam's Adam Driver's characters like just struggle and like anxiety through this whole situation. It's like how crushing it is in the beginning. Yeah, because he's so. Even though he's he knows it's happening, he just like when he gets handed the papers, he's just oh, like, oh yeah, shit, that, it's that, really happening. That moment is so brilliant. It's like he's in shock because he's just like he, he didn't even he didn't even have a hotel prepared. Yeah, <laughs> that moment is so. He just thought Scarlett was gonna be mad. He's like, like you know, she's going oh, to come back. Sleep on the couch, and then, but no, because his like, she's mad. She's going to come out, do this pilot. The pilot's going to fail, and then she's going to come yeah, back and he, come back was, to my theater. He was very selfish. He was because even their divorce, it's their last night together. He had to tell her two critiques about her role. He yeah, yeah just, he had to give her her notes. And then, even though his life is going so great and all this thing, he couldn't ask her how the pilot was going when he first met her. It's just like he what's Henry doing? He didn't He's pooping. Even, he okay. didn't even care. All he cared about was like his son's pooping. Yeah, he's like so caught up in his own world, you know. <laughs> and then he, you know, I thought the serving scene was really funny, where the, the sister uh, serves in the oh divorce, yeah, she was so papers. Uh, another actress, just like kind of like the mom who's just oh she's that sister. Like I don't think I've I don't what have you seen her in? I've seen her in Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, 22 Dump Street, I think, actually. I think you're thinking of somebody else. I think you're thinking of oh, the no, girl no, no, no. from Workaholics. I am thinking about that one, but I I know I've seen this this lady in the Maybe. Stuff. She's always the ugly sister. I'm sorry to say that. Oh, I know her from, um, I'm pretty sure I know her from uh, New Girl. I didn't watch that show. Oh, I did. I like that show. Well, a lot of people did. Um, it's pretty popular. I still got to finish it. You know, but I I, th- I thought she was kind of a funny character. Um, I thought she that was. scene was funny. That scene, yeah, because she's Ooh, like, because she you're got served. <laughs> yeah, because she was like getting complimented, and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm supposed yeah, to serve you. Yeah, right they now. were having like a fun little like, because she was like auditioning for a play or something. Yeah, with her terrible British accent. <laughs> yeah, and then it was funny when he was just like, was the pie any? Did the pie have any meaning? And she's like, no, it's just there. He was like. I don't know why, but that makes it hurt more. <laughs> it's like I like pie. Yeah, it's like I like this movie. Yeah, it's it's really there are some kind of like some funny moments in this movie, interspersed with the sadness. Yeah, but nothing that made me laugh. I didn't laugh in that moment. <laughs> right, I get it. Because you were just yeah, you were kind of cringing at the awkwardness. Yeah. This is a very awkward movie. It was. But but it's, you know, it's a awkward situation that they're in. You know, these two people who are falling out of love and then getting in this messy 
legal situation, basically, and fighting over their son, and basically kind of turning each other into enemies. And yeah, you know, that's not what they. It's not entertaining. <laughs> okay. To me, I get it. I get it. It's very I'm entertaining en- to a lot I'm of people. I'm engaged. It is it. very entertaining to a lot of people. I can get it, but I couldn't get engaged. I don't engage when it's like that stuff. Like you saw me, I was just shutting down. I was looking at other things. I just. Because I was just, I don't want to pay attention to cringe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back from that little jump cut right there. Sorry about that. A little so behind the scenes things happened. But we're going to get right back into it. As we were talking about the, the the way this movie, these kind of movies appeal and engage a different audience than me. The, right. It, it goes down to the core of this podcast. Like how yeah. different we are. I am. I want movies. Purely for entertainment, and I don't mean that as you don't like to be entertained, but I like entertainment where my brain goes click. Yeah, you like to shut your brain off. Not always, but most of the time. Like, I obviously like the Sicarios of the world. Yeah. The movie world. But You can appreciate a well-made, sometimes even intense movie. Yeah, but when it's like a very character-driven and monologue-driven movie... I'm not very engaged. Right. Because I'm just like... Whoa. Yeah. I almost find it kind of cringy. Well, you I mean, I find cr- theater kind of cringy. You were cringing during this film. Yeah. And it's because, like, I feel like the emotions are just so... <laughs> the emotions are just so raw that, you know, you're just... it. It is uncomfortable sometimes watching... Scarjo and Adam Driver break down into tears. Yeah, like they life do is cringy. I know that. And I just like I want to escape. <laughs> Why do people like this? Why do they want to like embrace it? And I get it. It's like uh, it's just sort the great of, acting of it makes it I don't know. It's that and it's sort of like, you know, it holds up, you know, film is supposed to sort of hold up a mirror to society, you know. Sort of represent the best and Worst aspects of our world, I think. That's what, you know, the film buff sort of belief is. Upper crust? No. (laughs) The snobs, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I'm probably more in the minority of it, actually. Maybe a little. I mean, considering, like, you know, the fact that (laughs) the Marvel movies are a thousand times more popular than this um million million times yeah uh, yeah it just it more people i think are kind of in your your camp where they just want to be entertained i mean the marvel movies aren't all stupid yeah i mean in the last one spoil i guess we don't have to spoil it but the last one Everyone's something happens to scarly joe you know. yeah she dies yeah it's pretty dark you know, That's and a pretty good role it for does, her. and it sort of deals with the ramifications of like having half of the population getting snapped away. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, those movies aren't turn your brain off completely, but they're yeah, definitely I more I don't conventionally like to, entertaining. I don't like to say I I I don't like to say I like to turn my brain off because it makes me sound stupid. <laughs> Because I obviously do like movies with messages. Like I've said, I like Sicario. I like Do the Right Thing. I've liked some of your movies, a handful. I've liked, I mean, there's a movie that I really want to show you that I think is like a lot more like actor driven and it's just 
drama yeah. and just more of a message, but like a serious one. We'll mm-hmm. see that someday. You almost picked it. Yeah, but it's not very. This is the this is like supposed to be like wholesome season. I feel, you know, your movie's not wholesome at all. Not really. <laughs> Both your movies, Halloween and Marriage Story, just like oh okay, one movie about a guy murdering families and then, or children of families, and then another movie about a family falling apart. Okay, very Thanksgivingy. <laughs> I guess in reality it is. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. <laughs> you fuck. Um. Watch Adam Driver uh, punch a hole in his wall. Ah, he just like he just like hit it. Ah. <laughs> Apparently, he had to do that several times, and he he really did like break through the wall. Oh yeah, it's just like uh, what is it? It's cheap ass wall. What's it? Yeah, called? like break drywall. It's just drywall. Yeah. I think we could break through some drywall. You're fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah, and he didn't, like, punch it. He hit it with, like, his, like, shin. Maybe he'd punch it the first few times and it hurt. So he was, like, just hitting it with, not his shin, <laughs> his, like, forearm. It looked like. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was definitely, like, awkward. He's not, it's like he's not used to flying in a rage like that. Well, Kylo Ren, but okay. I'm not talking about the actor. Oh, you mean. about the character. Yeah, because he immediately breaks down after that cry. Like, after he says, like, I hope you die. I wish every day you were dead unless it did, <laughs> as long as it did hurt our son. I wish you were got a disease and died. You got hit by a car and died. And then he just starts crying like hard and collapses at the ground. And then she realizes, like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Yeah. It's she like, comes over and comforts him. And then the, he apologizes. And then, yeah, that's when they get the lawyers to stop fighting. And basically settle. 50-50. Well, <laughs> he can stay in, yeah, 55, 45, but one extra day, whatever. Um, he gets to be, she, he gets to be in New York or L.A., the kid. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure, like, they, you know, ScarJo gets a, a new man at the end. Yeah, uh, she moves on. She's moved they're on. They're both, yeah, I think both of them are pretty much, like, ready to sort of move on. I think, no, I think Adam Driver's character was more just got to the step of being able to move on. He's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. He hasn't moved on yet. He was, like, just getting okay with moving on. Mm-hmm. And then that letter helped him move on. Definitely. Or start it, like, really kickstart the process. Because mm-hmm. now he's going to UCLA. He'll start, like, dating again, probably. But he hasn't dated that last year. Scarlett did. Right, ScarJo. Yeah. She was done. She's the one who initiated the marriage. The divorce. The divorce, yeah. She's she had, she was tapped out way... She was able to cope with it way yeah. sooner than he was. And he, you know... He, uh, he... He's not, like, totally blameless, either. He cheated. Yeah. <laughs> he cheated on uh, ScarJo with uh, his uh, production manager. Yeah, but you also... I mean, I, I, I don't justify cheating, but it's like... She stopped His explanation sex. for it. She stopped having sex with him for a full year. Uh, she wasn't talking. They weren't talking anymore. It was a very loveless marriage. It's like, yeah, don't ever cheat. That does not justify cheating. No, but no, like, no, no, no. It's not like he just cheated to hurt her. No, it was- he cheated out of like he was suffering and he just wanted to have sex and feel good and have someone be yeah. nice to him for once 
in in a very long time. And it's like, you shouldn't have done that, but you should go home and talk to your wife about what's happening. You shouldn't cheat on her. Right, exactly. And you Especially should... like, cheat on ScarJo. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even if she has a horrible haircut in this movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think that that haircut is a holdover from uh, in fucking uh, Endgame. I'm yeah, well, I mean, War. Kylo Ren still has a Star Wars hair. Yeah. No, I think that's just his hair. I think he likes it. Yeah, he, yeah, he just has sort of naturally long, like, dark hair. Yeah, it goes it, it, it goes well. Makes it mag- it, It's good with his face. Yeah. Um... Uh, this movie, it wasn't very quote driven, but I was able to get a couple when I wasn't just cringing or zoning <laughs> out. Uh, and it was during more of the moments that like, I guess you would be think were funny. Uh, the first one was four time Oscar winner sucking mad. Yeah. And he gets cut off that, that one actor it, who's in also a yeah, lot of things. Wallace Shawn. He's got the bug eyes. He's famous for uh princess bride. Yeah, the guy says inconceivable. Yeah, and then dies because he's a stupid. Yeah, asshole. it's like I put poison in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, oh. it was nice to see him. I haven't seen him in movies. I haven't really seen him in he's anything. Must be a in thousand a at this point. He, he looks a lot older because he was like forty-five in Princess Diary. Princess um, Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. Um, and then this one, this one isn't funny, but this was like one of the better lines that I liked he gave during that whole fu- breakdown scene. Mm-hmm. You don't want a voice. You just want to complain about not having a voice. Yeah. And I just felt that, that was really, really relatable line. to something that's happening in not my life, but someone close to me's life right now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it was really that I liked, uh, him in that scene a lot. Like, and ScarJo was good in it, but definitely, uh. You think Adam Driver yeah, was, was like the superior? That he his his performance in that scene was what pulled me in. Okay, yeah, I think they're both great. I do too, like but just like great. no, really, you think he he had way more passion and he was just like way more just. It felt more real. She was just reacting to him. Uh, I felt like she was reacting her, to his. I, I thought her reactions though were were still important. Yeah, they were important. I'm not saying they weren't, but I'm just... The fact that I felt like she was acting off his acting. Well, that's kind of what... I felt like he was leading the scene. kind of what acting is. No, but I felt like he was... I felt like he was leading the scene. Like, he was the superior... Like, she was like... She was able to do such a good performance because he was doing an even better performance. Right, yeah. We've all seen scenes in movies or movies like that where people just... They just like benefit from just being in like a, a, a scene with a really good actor, right? Yeah, who could just make people act better around him because he's so good. Mm-hmm. And I just think that scene. I didn't say like the whole. I don't think the whole movie he's like that, but just in that one scene, I just felt really like that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I really like the I like the directing in that scene. Uh, it kind of it starts off kind of like. You know, it almost yeah, it kind of looks like a like a play a little bit. You know, you got characters going off and kind of doing like little business thing, little actory things. Oh yeah, and they're reading their yeah. uh, the letters in the beginning. Are you talking about the very beginning? No, I'm talking about the the breakdown scene oh, okay, in his yeah. apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of starts off like the camera is like sort of really far away from them, and then once. 
they really start arguing with each other. The camera kind of gets closer and closer to their faces. And then when they're finally, like, screaming, you know, it's like they're, like, it's right there, like, right in the camera. It's really, it becomes more intimate. It it puts you more into their sort of uh, situation. Um, I thought that was uh, really uh, interesting. Yeah, you know? I, I'm just like, man, acting I is know. hard. Because <laughs> that'd be just so crazy, just screaming that into someone's face, the, 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 I wish you died and I hate you, just, and you're just like, all right, break. Oh, man, can somebody bring me a bagel? Like, <laughs> I'm sure after that, they actually have to, like, actually calm down. It's, like, so emotional. Like, it's such a good scene, and, like, sometimes with acting... Where they like he's like really crying. He's like, "Let me give me a second. Like, right? Yeah, I really worked myself up there. Yeah, especially definitely. when they nail it, and that's the scene they use, or the cut they use. I think they shot that scene like fifteen times. That's so. That's so crazy to have to keep doing that and have that emotion over that's, and yeah, over. That's crazy, and trying to do better every single time and not be like, I've said this over and over. How do I keep having emotion about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's that's acting. Movie acting is definitely, yeah. It, again, again, it sort of highlights the differences between movie acting and theater acting. Yeah, because theater acting, you get a you're used to you're more okay with your you make mistakes. Like mistakes happen all the time in of theater. Of course, acting. yeah. It's There's excusable. no cuts. There's no editing. Exactly. There isn't. You know, you can't you can't just be like, all right, well, cut, let's do it again. Yeah, in the middle of the play, everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's like you have to keep rolling. That's what makes theater sort of like, uh, gives people sort of a rush sometimes. Yeah. You know, there's a more, there's more of an intensity to it. Yeah. Because anything can happen. You know, you're, the, the other actor could forget, for, can forget their lines out. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, seeing you act, I've seen you cover for actors. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you like have to kind of like step up your your yeah, game because people are lacking. I've, I've flubbed lines before. I've made some mistakes. I mean, it just it happens. Yeah, yeah, you're human. I mean, and you're I mean, you're at this amateur level, but it even happens all the way up at like bigger levels. It's it's not supposed to happen on like Broadway level, but no. By then, but even there, you know, I'm sure it does. Anything can happen. Technical issues. Yeah, that's the thing. thing. The fact that you can't just say stop and like, let's reshoot it. Unless it's really bad. Like the lights completely go out. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll like retract a bit or something. But like if someone just like goes like, and they they meant to say the instead of no, no, no. if you stumble over your words, just just keep going. Just keep going. Don't. Don't dwell People on it. Get the, because then if you try to fix it, you'll fuck it up, and then you'll m- confuse the whole scene. Exactly. Yeah. And you throw the whole rhythm off. We got intermission. What are you doing? Don't bring attention to it. Everything's timed in these things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, one of the main reasons why I really love this movie. Is that sort of relate that extremely relatable aspect well, I guess that already kind of answers my first question for Lee. Why did he pick this film? I mean, that's a perfect answer right there. You picked this movie because it's, it's like you like <laughs> the theater aspect of it. You like the character driven of it, drivenness of it. I like the script. Yeah, I like the dial. I really, I 
really like the dialogue. You really like the story, and, and I everything. and I do find this movie to be kind of funny and clever, <laughs> while also being really sad. I never had one moment where I laughed out loud, except for the uh, four Oscar time winning sucking my dick. <laughs> but that was funny. But that was the only time. I can't remember. Okay. Um. Well, let me ask you. This might be hard since you like this movie so much. This might be hard. What was your favorite part of the movie? Actually, it's very easy for me. Oh damn, I'm a fool. Um, I really like the the Halloween scene or the trick or treating scene when he's driving him around. Yeah, when he's taking yeah after uh, <laughs> trick or treating with uh, ScarJo, having uh, fun. He, yeah. You know, and being tired. he gets his. You know, he has to have his time with uh, his kid, and he's just kind of forcing it there. I get, I, I see you because I thought it was a really cute scene. Oh, I didn't think cute. I thought I saw it was also kind of pathetic. A dad who had been kind of like neglectful, neglectful over the last few years, and let his wife do everything. So then, when he was left up the responsibility, he hadn't looked up where to take him in Los Angeles to trick or treat. He was just driving around aimlessly because he's like, but this isn't like New York. Obviously, it's Los Angeles. You should have Googled, and it's still modern era. You get times you could have Googled or whatever in that universe is their Google is trick or treating LA yeah, it, or trick or treating right. near me. But no, he's just like, oh, because he's so frightly. He was falling asleep before he got there. He could have what he should have done. Because he's trying to like, oh, I have to have this memory with my kid. I have this memory with kid, so I win. He was just thinking about winning. Yeah. If he was really caring about his kid right then, he would have just been like, okay, let's get some room service. Let's put on a fun movie. Let's eat some candy, eat some good food, fun room yeah, service. Exactly. You get you a pizza. I'll get me a break. He was and let's have a fun night. He was trying to force a memory. Yeah, he was basically following uh, the advice of uh, the Al- uh, Alan Alda. Uh, who told him, like, try to spend as much uh, time with your kid as possible. It'll look good for the court. Yeah, yeah, and, like, go do it out. And and, set, and he's like, oh, I have to go out doing that public. And he's like, don't, just stay home. You know, so there's sort of, like, uh, some, there's sort of like an know. absurd aspect to that scene that I thought was kind of, I thought was kind of funny in a yeah. way. It was funny, and it was kind of sad. And yeah, it's funny when they go into that convenience store. And he just pays the guy to give him some candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like, put it in the trick or treat bucket, and the he gets a lighter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, and the guy's just like, "Jesus Christ, man, this is L.A. Yeah, we don't yeah. do this shit." Um. Okay. Well, that, since that was so easy, maybe this might be hard. What's your biggest problem with this movie? Well, um, I think it might have. Well, I guess we sort of mentioned it earlier. I think it's. It is slightly too long. I think it does drag. The hard part would be saying where exactly it does drag. Yeah, where do you cut? Because even though, yeah, I'm very bored and those monologues were very long, I don't really they're, know where you cut from in this movie. They're very integral to the to the film. Yeah, I'll admit that. <sighs> I don't know where you could cut a good where like 30 I? minutes from. Or at least 20, 15. It's hard to say what I would trim. Man, yeah, that one's difficult. I mean, it it definitely does drag. Yeah, it definitely does drag just slightly, but not like enough for me where I'm like to- like like I really lose interest uh, for a good chunk of it. Um, 
But yeah, because yeah, even though I was bored, I don't like it. I can't even think where you would cut it, and then you wouldn't lose something from the story. Exactly. Yeah. It has to be the way lo- the length it is. And again, that oh, that almost sort of goes into the the nature of it being sort of like a play. Yeah, I think it almost dra- only drags. It feels like it should drag to you, and it doesn't. Or to me, it feels like it should drag to us. Is because we've for the last decade or so been used to what movies had become like hour yeah, 45 so minutes much faster two pace. hours at the most two hour long movies were long and rare and having so and much yeah. more like editing and go fast pace everything so like now we're like with podcasting and like move netflix and amazon and disney people are getting back into long term like long form entertainment like they were or back in the day when take... you would go watch a play for six hours because that's all you fucking did right. in seven months. Exactly. Or, you know, and you can make movies. You an attention span. You can make movies that take their time a little bit. Yeah. Actually let you dwell on the Like a the comedian story. building the story. Yeah. And like So you're not going to laugh for the first ten minutes of the bit, but you're going to laugh so fucking hard in that last 30 seconds. Yeah. So I guess, I guess maybe that's not even a problem then. It's a problem in if you if you're me, okay, and you don't like you're not entertained anyway. But you're just like I don't even know where I would cut this movie. I just don't want to watch any. But of this I do. Movie. But yeah, I do. I'd, cu- I'd cut the full two hours. <laughs> oh, wow. But even then, I mean, <laughs> J.K. J.K. But still, um, I do. I, I still do think it kind of drags though. I do. Yeah, like I did kind of. Doze off a little bit, but like you um, said, I'll give you the fair. You watched it last night. You'd watched it probably multiple times before that throughout the year since you've seen it. While I was watching it, though, that's why I don't like watching any of my movies up until the day of. Right, otherwise right. I'll get bored. Yeah, I get Some that. Yeah. Um, while I was watching it last night or the night before, um, I did kind of say to myself, "Like, wow, this movie's longer than I remember." <laughs> I think um, it's one of those movies where it's really the first impression is going to be the best impression. Yeah, because I not, was just so surprised. It's at not how much, very yeah, because yeah. because once you've seen it, it's like okay, I've seen this monologue, and now it's just long. Especially once you've seen it, probably the time, amount of times you've seen it, and you can appreciate it, but you're not going to probably watch this movie for a very long time. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. If again, no. unless you want to show it to someone else. Yeah, we. <laughs> Even though this movie's on Netflix, uh, I liked it enough to actually buy the uh, Criterion Collection Blu-ray. Shout out Barnes & Noble. You can only get those at Barnes & Noble. Yeah, Probably if you want to buy them in store, yeah. Shout out New Employee. Right now they got a 50% off sale on these uh, on these bad boys. Shout out. Been buying a lot of them, maybe too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where most of Lee's paycheck goes. Yeah, good. But whatever, chunk of it. Barnes and Noble. You probably like that, don't you? Of course. Lee literally like puts like I'm a loyal a third of his page- worker. <laughs> a third of his paycheck goes right back in the business <laughs> through cafe and DVDs and occasional book. Whatever, I'll be like that too, right? It's that yeah. benefit. Mm-hmm. Those good discounts. Um. Well. Is this I want I was curious about this when I was watching it I thought about it. Is this your you've obviously see, obviously seen 3 movies with Kylo Ren, Star Wars. Was this your was this your first movie seeing Adam Driver not in Star Wars? Um 
Not exactly. I mean, I was familiar with some of his other work. Uh, he was on that show Girls with what's her oh, face? Oh yeah. Lena. I never seen the show, but I remember that he was on. I've it. seen a few episodes of it. You know, he's he's pretty good on that show. Did you uh, know Adam Driver before Star Wars? I knew he, I kind of like recognized him. But you hadn't seen when him? I saw. Yeah, when I saw who he was, I was like, "Wait, Adam Driver." But then I was like, "Oh, okay, I know who that is. I've seen him in some stuff." But is this the only other movie you've seen him in? That's not Star this Wars. This is probably like the main. Yeah. Does this make so. you want to see other movies that he's done? Is, didn't yeah. he recently do one? He did a movie with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, Logan Lucky, which nobody saw. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, it's on it Am- it's weird. on Amazon Prime right now. It I heard it was kinda, good. It looked kind of interesting. Daniel Craig, I heard, was really good in that movie. Hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, this is sort of like the first non-Star Wars movie that I saw him in. And he's he's excellent. He's an excellent actor. Definitely one of uh, the best, probably one of the best young actors working today. Yeah, he came out of kind of nowhere. I mean, I know he had been doing stuff a little bit, but like mm-hmm. Star Wars he's really a, propelled him. Star Wars does that military for veteran. Yeah. He, yeah, he seems just like a good guy. And even like when like he walked out of that one uh, interview that one time, it was just because they asked him like a question that he asked him not to ask about. Like right. they asked him about his like anxiety about being in crowds. He's like, I, this is one thing I didn't want to talk about. Why did you do that? Right. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. They uh, they wanted him to watch him uh, him uh, scene. And he doesn't like watching his movies. Right, yeah. He doesn't like to watch himself acting. Like, it creates extreme anxiety in him. And they and they were just, like, sprung it on him, even though he told them not to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they, 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 like, released it as, like, man, isn't he kind of a butthole? And everyone, all the fans are like, no, you're a douche. Like, <laughs> Fuck you, dude. He told he asked you don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah. A lot of actors are like that. They don't like watching their own work. I would. Pro- I'm probably gonna be like that. Yeah, it'd be pretty. Probably pretty. It would be really cringy. I don't like watching the TikToks. I like watch them when I see my dumb big old yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just like, oh, look at my. It's face. hard listening to this podcast sometimes. Sometimes, stupid yeah. Voices. You're just like, oh, why do I gotta re-listen to this just in case I burped? <laughs> like, it's like, so yeah, lots of relatable things about this movie. There are, there are some. <laughs> um. Well, I guess it's pretty easy to ask you. Like, well, what's your rating for this? Probably pretty high. Pretty easy to guess. Yeah. Uh, this movie was definitely like one of my top, like three movies of last year. Last year was 20- a big year for movies. The last great year for film. <laughs> I know it really sucked. Film was like going into a really. This was, it was going be a back big year. into like a renaissance, yeah. in a way. And it was, it was, but and I'm then, just like it's gone. But yes, things have changed <laughs> so considerably. So I'm sure you would rate this pretty high then, if it's top three last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I definitely see that for you and justified that for you. Yeah, I uh I really I love this movie. Yeah, I'm not going to this isn't going to be like a horror movie where I'm just like, "Too." Just cuz I don't like murder and mayhem and innocence being killed and all that shit. This this 
acting, all that stuff, obviously, I agree with you, nine. But for my entertainment, and if you somehow relate with me, somehow, and when you listen to throughout, listen to these podcasts, you're like, oh, I seem to, I like to seem, I think I like movies like he likes movies. I don't like this movie. And I would give this movie a five. Like, just okay. like, it's just like, oh, just so long. And if you're not going to like, if you're not going to like, like the, the premise of a movie to then have to watch it for two hours, it's just like more poo. Probably the way you feel for my movies. <laughs> yeah. Man, the way I feel for your movies. So. Like, did for richer, for, yeah, for richer or poorer have to be like two hours long? Even I felt like, whoa. But that one we actually could find where it could be trimmed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Some of my uh final thoughts on this movie was just, yes, uh, some of my gripes with it is it, it it was thirty percent crying. There was so much crying. There would oh, yeah. literally you can be make a drinking game out of it. Yeah, <laughs> there would be literally scenes where they'd be crying. They'd start the scene crying, stop crying for like ten minute monologue to then just end crying. Yeah, and not just Scar Joe. It was fucking Adam Driver too. Just both of them just ah, every Lots fucking ten crying. minutes. Crying, um, crying, crying. And you're like, Jesus, man. The movie is the whitest thing I've ever seen. I know I've said it already, but it people if you kind of want to watch a movie and kind of laugh at white people, I'd say watch <laughs> this movie cuz it's just like, okay, white people, we get it. You're getting a divorce. Yeah. And then might an- I think that also might annoy people is like how like these are like super like privileged characters. Yes, yeah. They're, yeah, that's another thing. It's not yeah, like you said, I don't think it's very relatable to a lot of people. Uh, yeah. It's relatable to like fa- like divorcees, okay? Saddest <laughs> group in the world to relate to. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a child of divorce, so I I can I've seen how kind of messy it is. I guess yeah. I mean, I I'm not a child of marriage either, but I'm not a child of divorce either. So yeah, I guess I can't relate in that. There's a lot of places where you relate in this movie, I guess. Yeah, more than I do, but. That's another thing, like richer for poorer. I like to shut my brain off, and I was laughing that movie, wasn't I? <laughs> I was laughing every time Adam, Tim Allen came on, and I was just like, uh. "You just a you piece of shit." <laughs> like, why do I gotta watch this garbage? And he just went home. Three, <laughs> like, I am BD. Three, four. <laughs> Give it a four. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Well. Uh, As yeah. I was talking, um, <laughs> trying to think of like a good kind of wholesome movie to watch, uh, I had decided on something, but in the last minute I had changed it, and I didn't want to have like a, la- a, a, a pull another super last minute change like I did last time. So I made the decision immediately before the podcast this time. But so next week for my movie, we're going to be watching Uncle Buck, which I think yeah. this is going to be fine. Uh, not finally, but. Uh, I've had a string of pretty like. I know most people don't like my movie, those movies, but this is a movie arguably like. Yeah. You can't not like it. Like a lot of people like Uncle Buck. You don't like John Candy and go fucking kill yourself. Um, yeah, I agree. And I with that. mean that sponsors. I don't mean that sponsors. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Because you know of we have course. sponsors. No. Don't condone um, that. But yeah, Uncle Buck is probably gonna be a movie that. I'm yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I, I like really John do. Candy. I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna enjoy that because you, you've told me. I love some John other, Candy. Y- some other, yeah, other movies you've seen him in. So, 
And I was really surprised you hadn't seen this one. So that's all, one other I think I probably I watched it. it a long time ago when I was a when I was a kid. Uh, but I, you know, I barely remember it. So yeah, yeah, you only remember like the insult scene. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, next week. Go watch it. Um, but yeah, I hope we. Uh, I think it's about time to wrap this up with that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh. If you want to, even though we really spoiled it, but like, but like I've been learning through this podcast and watching these movies, Lee's shown me it's not always just about reading the wiki or just hearing someone talk about it. Sometimes you got to see the movie to really be like, okay. Um, yeah. Cause I read about that scene, the breakdown scene. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, okay, it's not just a meme. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy the, this week's podcast. Please rate review and share it really helps us out try to get a, mm-hmm. our name out there more um you can listen to this podcast on whatever you're listening to it currently but if you don't like whatever you're currently listening on know that you can always listen to it on spotify apple Podcasts, amazon music and podbean um please follow our tiktok which is linked in our instagram bio at it's not and follow our instagram at it's not the worst movie ever pod um for just daily content, daily facts, interesting videos about movies, the the movie we watched that week, you know? Memes. Memes. Some good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, look at the TikTok for some really cool highlights and stuff. Uh, and we hope you have uh, we hope you have a great week, and we hope you have an enjoyable hour and 15 minutes to this episode. May the force be with you? No. No.